Welcome to the Marketing Plugin Podcast. My name is Marcel Stack and I'm here with Daryl Winter. We talk about everything around marketing and the challenges you get involved with. Good morning, Darren. How are you? Hi, Marcel. I'm good. How are you? Doing well, actually. Thank you so much for asking. I mean, uh, first of all, Halloween coming up. Um, yes. Did you already celebrate Halloween uh, in some way? Or is it especially on the 31st, I guess? I guess. Did you uh, celebrate? The 31st, um, so the, all the shops are full of spooky plastic stuff i'm saying stuff rather than rubbish <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a great big uh, follower of halloween but it's uh, it's good for the kids and family um and i bought some pumpkins i think that's probably the, be- the most uh, halloween thing you're going to do really. <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna cook with them that's the most exciting thing i do it's like uh, it's a great flavors and tastes and stuff true it's true and it's, are you uh, also going to carve one out or is it just cooking with them I just got to do some uh, cooking and that's about as best I can. How about yourself? Well, actually, I uh, had a a fun Halloween party last weekend. Uh, You know, I I love this time of the year, I guess, a little bit. You know, those special uh, uh, holidays, Halloween, Christmas, New Year. You know, it's, it's always, it's a little bit different than normal. So I do enjoy it. Anything more than that? No, I guess not because the Netherlands isn't really uh, uh, celebrating Halloween. Maybe some people do. Maybe some people decorate their homes and stuff. And obviously there are Halloween shops in which you can buy all kinds of stuff. But that's basically it. Nothing special. In England, they do celebrate uh, elaborately, right? It's like children going uh, past houses and... Trick or treating? Yeah, cool. there's a trick or treating, um, and then it's very close to bonfire night, mm. so fireworks night that we have on the fifth of November. Uh, so going back hundreds of years ago, I'm not going to give a big history lesson, <laughs> but hundreds of years ago, they kind of celebrate uh, the attempt to blow up the Houses of Parliament. It sounds really a weird celebration. Yep. <laughs> so Guy Fawkes night, um, but yeah, so that's celebrated on the fifth. So we get uh, kids outside supermarkets and they've got um, a penny for the guy. It's basically just this c- celebration of the person um, like trying to blow up the house. Of Parliament, but <laughs> they just basically use it for money to go and buy dynamite and, stuff. <laughs> and blow up yeah. stores. <laughs> I was just, okay. Yeah, it's a bit, it's a, it's a, it's a actually explaining it, it sounds really weird while we do it, but, um, but yeah, it's a big celebration. It's true, so, I, it doesn't matter. Halloween and bonfire are very, very quite hmm. uh, quite closely like related. That sounds fun. Um, so Halloween this week, bonfire night, fireworks next week. Hmm. So uh, will you be visiting uh, some houses as well? Or, uh? <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> no, just kidding. No. Well, okay, well, that, <clears throat> that sounds fun. I mean, um, yeah, it's definitely not what we're doing here in the Netherlands, blowing up houses and stuff. No, just kidding. <laughs> but, but it relates to the topic of today. And what we're going to talk about is what we are scared of. 
business side, obviously. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to tell uh, people our horrors, but we are going to talk about the horrors uh, we experience business-wise. Obviously, um, there's lots of stuff you can be scared of and it differs, obviously, for any person. <clears throat> um, but we're going to talk about it today. In a sense, I be- <clears throat> sorry, I believe being scared of it relates to in the business side, obviously, to uncertainty as well a little bit. Uh, I think there's a good connection there and um, we're going to name up some key points. I Yeah, I find it tough. I mean, I'm not especially scared for something, but there are quite some stuff that I'm uncertain about. Obviously, that makes sense because that's everybody that has his own company is uncertain in some way because it's nonstop uncertainty, actually. So basically you can name anything anything out there, but I wrote down a few that stand out to me, some key points um, that are on my mind nonstop. And uh, well, I don't know how you wanted to approach it, Darren, but feel free to expand my mind with anything <laughs> else. Yeah, so yeah. first off, for me, I will uh, I will start off the um, drive losing the drive I, you know most of you know by now maybe some of you don't I'm extremely all in when it comes to business side um, but I can help the feeling that I'm not putting in enough work and uh, that I'm slacking here and slacking there and although, you know, looking at the bigger picture, it makes no sense since I'm working my ass off. <laughs> mm. But still, it's on top of my mind every single day. Um, so is that driven by... Is, is, the, is that driven by the results? So you do, do you feel that it's, it, it's, a res- no, it's more results-oriented? No, it's... It, I mean... It's only part of my drive, obviously. I mean, uh, I I love what I do and that's what drives me. But this is also a very extreme factor that counts in, that I have the feeling that I have to do more work and that I'm not doing... Sometimes I feel accomplished at the end of the day when I'm... 100% tired, you know, I can feel it. Right. My brain is like 100% spent. <laughs> yeah, I, I go to bed and boom, lights out. And um, yeah, I mean, the, and, and, and that's where the drive comes from. So not feeling I have to put in, uh, 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 that I'm not putting in enough work next to the fact that uh, obviously I love what I do. And you know, as bad as it sounds, I'm actually super happy I have this because instead of thinking it's a bad thing, you can put it to your advantage. 
such as I'm doing. So, so how do you yeah. manage that? How do I manage that <laughs> that feeling? Mm. Um, well, I'll ju I just accept it. <laughs> I mean, okay. if I have that feeling, obviously I can only do so much on one day. And uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> if I have that feeling, I'm lying in my bed. I'm obviously not going out of my bed and then <laughs> go to work. It's just that, yeah. you know, accept it. It is what it is. And what helps me is looking at the bigger picture. So taking a step back and then looking at it like, hey, you know what? I actually did quite well. It does not always mean that I didn't do anything, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think taking a step back and looking at the bigger picture, that's what helps me for this. Um, but, yeah, it is a thing that scares me or, yeah, makes me uncertain. So that was basically my first point. I don't know if you can relate to that, Darren. Is there? Um, or? Yeah, I think I think we all get those days where you feel like you've you've had a, quite a long day, but actually you feel like you might not have achieved very much at the end of it. Um, I think sometimes those days happen when you have long client meetings, or you just have a number of different meetings, um, or you might just be spending a lot of time researching a project and. And you kind of feel that you you know you get to the end of the day whatever time that might be and you're thinking well i don't feel like i've achieved very much but i guess it's also it's about putting in some smart targets and mm -hmm. some short medium term goals so if you are working on a large project no doubt you probably have some you might not think of them in terms of goals but you'll have well i need to do this i need to do that so you have little milestones that you'll be ticking off along the way um, so I think it's always good to, if you are feeling like, well, that today's just been a complete waste of a day, then try to end it with something positive. And learn from because, it. Yeah, and yeah, absolutely. In some days you do just... Yeah, sometimes you know, you're slacking. <laughs> I mean... And sometimes you run out of energy. Like, <clears throat> so like for me, like for last Thursday, I, and I'm usually quite productive in the morning, but everything felt like it's taking twice as long but I was tired and I thought, you know, I've only got these few things to do, just get it done. Um, but really, I, I, yeah, I just had to push myself to do it. So I did do it, but it just took me longer to get the stuff done. Quality wasn't like, it, it was fine. Uh, it doesn't affect the client, it was just in terms of my standards, making sure I thoroughly check things off. So I need to go back and spend 15 minutes and I can do that today. I'll, I'll quickly go over and check stuff and it's done, done, done. Um, but sometimes you do just have to take that bit of time, either time away from the project or it's just part and parcel of the learning process or you just have projects that do take a bit more time or the certain things you have to go through. But if you can try and end it the day on a positive somehow, because otherwise that can then filter through into the next day, yeah. thinking, yes, it's such a waste of time. And then everybody's... I was kind of... Not to digress too much from what we're talking mm -hmm. about, but... Um, I need to get the name. I will put the name of this book in the show notes, but I was listening to a, uh, a podcast over the weekend and uh, somebody said that we all manage our work and days through time. But actually what we should do is manage it through our energy levels. And it's the first time I've ever heard about this before. True. Um, so I'm going to find the name of the, the, the book. It's a, um, 
it's a it's a one that obviously you can read but also one that you can listen to mm. an audio book as well um so i'll put the name of it underneath because it escapes me because i've only just looked at it um but it's just a different way of i think i'm going to give it a try uh some days like you've got tons of energy like a monday and a tuesday i tend to find i've got loads of energy and i can work i can be a lot more creative mm-hmm. by the time thursday and friday comes yeah, I'm not no real. I'm not very good in a meeting, or my attention span's quite limited, mm-hmm. and I'm not very creative. So I tend to structure my week as it, as it is yeah, now. Anyway, when I think, of, yeah, and it's a, and you can give a much better service, like you say, to your clients and to to your projects, uh, based on you know how you're going to be feeling. If you if a Monday's really bad for you, don't schedule in a massive meeting or a lot of work to do on a Monday schedule it in for Thursday um, and then some people might say well I, c- I don't have that luxury I can't I can't just do it like that and it's like you can but you just have to like you said take a step back and then the work's coming in you've got to be strong and say this is my availability this is when I work best and this is when it needs yep. to construct. and it just takes <clears throat> a little bit of time yeah 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 I believe uh that's definitely, I 100% believe in the fact that you only have a certain amount of energy to spend on a day. I also do believe that you regain some of that energy by exercising, definitely. Well, that's yeah. for me. Uh, I believe that energy is like more, less in a physical way, but more in an, um, um, um brain. Yeah, more uh, in case of energy you can spend uh, um, having impulses, this, that, reading things on the day. Your brain has a certain capacity. I see it more in that way. And and obviously, um, at a certain point, it's just, yeah, you're done for. At the end of the day, it's like, you know, you yeah. just, you're, you just need to relax and, um, or exercise. And what helps me is like, yeah, definitely mid through the day, I'm going to exercise and it kind of like, <laughs> I see it, you can see it as a bar filling up and it kind of like when I exercise, the bar is going backwards a little bit again and then I have some extra space to do some extra stuff, you know? So I highly believe that and uh, as well in the fact that you're saying you have days in which you perform better and and uh, than others and some people work better at night, some people work better in mornings. So it's and that's uh, that's one of the key points I learned. Everybody has their own way of working and uh, their own way uh, of living as well. And that's how you create your own structure. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, it might be good to... Uh, I'm, I'm definitely interested in, in, in reading that book as well, or that part. I mean, it's always interesting to hear... The, um, um, different point of views on that kinds of stuff. So the next thing that I am actually pretty scared of <laughs> is uh, the hi- hiring people part. Okay. Um, and again, that relates to uncertainty because there are lots of questions popping up when, oh, well, oh, regarding that topic. When is a good time to take the next step? When do you hire someone? Uh, are they going to be freelance, full-time, part-time? 
and the biggest one is do I have enough money to keep them um, is there enough stuff to do so it's like I'm taking some serious steps obviously I've been thinking about hiring someone for a while now I'm working together with freelancers uh, I am maybe thinking about hiring someone part-time um, how is that structure going to look like and it's getting clearer and clearer and clearer to me um, how it's going to look like you know talking with different people about it as well as with you Darren so that's always really helpful and gives me a better picture but there is quite some uncertainty about that topic and giving some extra thought about it in the end I guess it's just a matter of going for it I mean there's not so much as that can go wrong uh, because you have because I have the good intentions after all so I mean just doing anything in your own power and and in my power to make sure it's going to work then it's just a matter of doing it you know in the end it's just a leap into the unknown and I think hiring the first person is always um, I think it's a common thing that people might be scared of so that's for me kind of like so much questions going on uh, and I'm yeah I'm actually uh, scared of it so that's that's my so point what what do you think what and you're hiring somebody mm -hmm. what do you think what's your worst fear when you're gonna hire someone you know and that's that's a great question because most of the time thinking about it gives so much qu uh, gives so much questions and uncertainties and <clears throat> in the fact that w when you ask someone a question like that it really puts them to think like me right now and if you tackle that question then there's actually nothing to be scared of anymore my biggest fear is actually um, not having enough money or work to let me rephrase that my biggest fear in hiring someone is not having um, taking the step too early okay yeah. I guess that's it yeah that's, that's, that's a good answer and the associated things that you said about running out of money and projects and that's all yeah it's all bound to all this yeah it's all part yeah. of it actually yeah. and uh, yeah I think I believe that's that's the thing I'm most scared of doing it too uh, hiring too early when is the good moment when is a good moment I mean I have lots of projects I could definitely use some extra hands sometimes it really gets to me or in a way like that it's a bit, little feels a little bit overwhelming you know but then again it's just I have to write everything down work everything out in a document or such and then it's doable I, but <laughs> I, th I think there's ever everybody will probably have no doubt have like different answers uh, in terms of when it's the right time to hire someone for me I think it's about capacity um, and I think it's always about delivering still a great service and experience for the customer so I hired someone this year 
back in the spring um, just to help me out with some of my bigger projects <coughs> yeah because they were too important to um, compromise um, and then from a financial point of view I just made sure there was still it was still viable mm-hmm. so in terms of they just kept to kept to kept checking the finances and also I put into the contract that you know the um, that role was reliant upon that work so if that client then decided to disappear a few months later on or move the services or stop the services then you know potentially the role would go as well mm-hmm. and so that's quite hard you know for some people to work around but um, and, and this is just a part time role so it's, it's not their only job to, to live off um, so it kind of suits the person that's taking mm-hmm. it um, so I guess that's another thing is to look at the type of person as well making sure they fit well with you and with the work that you're going is it short term long term if it's a bit unknown then maybe you could look at uh, going through like a temporary phase mm-hmm. um, where you take something for a fixed amount of time um, and again some people will like that some people won't like that some people like more permanent more structure um, but I think it's very difficult to uh it's very difficult to say right I'm taking somebody on for X amount of hours per week I'm going to take them on for you know at least a couple of years it just you can't work like that because because business doesn't work like that um, you know we know ourselves that sometimes it's month to month that we might gain clients might lose yeah. clients some work might come and go seasonal work that's the thing uh, it, and you, so it has to be somebody it's going to be able to you know be flexible but I think also is that look at it, look upon it as an opportunity to help build the business. And I think that's where some people like it's not just about doing the work that's there now. It's then about being able to pitch for bigger projects, um, increasing your capacity, and then trying to utilize the business to say, well, yes, they're doing that, but then where else can they contribute to allow me to bring more work in to keep their role more permanent? Um, and that's the I think that's the skill of being a business person um, is trying to think a few steps ahead, but still being quite grounded about the decisions that are being made day to day. And it's hard. Like you say, it's very, very tough. Um, we're looking to take an, an apprentice on at the moment, and it's actually a lot more difficult. Well, I thought I had everything all set out and laid out, and then uh, the provider um, has decided to change everything and they don't want to, to, to go through with it now and I'm trying to find somebody else to help out and I, it may not work so mm. yeah so the, the although we're ready for it now as a business it's like actually the other side of it um, the partner we're working with <coughs> now isn't and there's nothing I can do about no. that um, so some things are out of your control that sounds quite a technical explanation and a very no, but I mean, we don't form. need to know need to know the, all the details. But it it, no. it comes down to the fact that it's not, it, it doesn't always have to be you. It can always also be the other side that yeah. <laughs> decides not to go through with it, and that's fine. Um, you know, in in the end, you want to work together with someone that is hundred percent. I yeah. mean, you cannot expect them to put the same uh, amount of effort in like you do yourself for your own business. Um, of you do. Uh, put in yourself within your own business yes um but yeah they do need to be 
want to give obviously 100% at least. <laughs> um, yeah. And that's always a tricky thing as well, you know, when it comes to hiring someone. But, you know, then again, thinking of it, I'm pretty straightforward as well. I'm, it's pretty be actually being scared of nothing. It's just actually being scared of the unknown because yeah. every time I think more about it, it's like, yeah, you know, there's nothing really to be scared of price wise. I mean, I'll, I think I will manage as long as <clears throat> you, yeah, like you mentioned, you know, uh, keep everything, be an open book towards the one, the, the person that you hire, tell them what's going on. Business can go really well. It's fun to work with uh, each other, you know, but it's still a little bit uncertain. So you have to accept that. Another interesting thing that is on my mind that is attached to it. Is it like more interesting to hire a freelancer or someone set? A freelancer obviously costs more. Uh, in the end, I believe hiring a freelancer costs the, main, uh, the same amount of money as someone for a set time hours a week. So uh, now obviously that differs per person, but you know, I believe it's not far uh, out each other. Um, how, how, why do you say that? Well, I've it could, idea why well, you, it why could be that. obviously the costs. Okay, why I say that is that I did hire some, uh, I do hire some freelancers from time to time and I see that their costs are yeah, obviously pretty high for two uh, weeks uh, of hiring a freelancer, I could hire someone a full month. So yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it's an interesting thing to look at as well. So that being <laughs> said, sorry. I was gonna say, just for the listeners, mm -hmm. um, probably where Marcel might be going here is that you've got to, if you're gonna take, if you're gonna hire somebody, then uh, you know, you might pay them an hourly rate but then you need to spend time in terms of uh, the training. Then you might have to pay overheads for wages, count, uh, accounts, maybe yes. a place of work. Yeah. So all those hidden costs there. For, a, a some, yeah, for someone set yeah. on site, in the end, it actually matches up to hiring a freelancer. But when you have someone set, that person can spend more hours. Then yes. again, people say, you know, freelancers, they work harder because they want to keep the work uh, flow coming. I mean, that's that's a quite a statement. I'm I'm not a fan of that, but you know, it, I think I can go on and on about this, but it's just the uncertainty, the lots of questions, and this is something I'm kind of like a little bit scared of, and I believe everybody is. Um, I think like a, a mixed approach is is sometimes quite good. Um, you have to be careful my, uh, as well. I think it's also a mechanism. Obviously, being scared is a mechanism and a self-defense mechanism of like, you know, uh, being aware of your surroundings, being aware of uh, certain things. And in a way, it's good yeah. <laughs> if you think about yeah, it. Yeah, and there's so many different solutions. As I said, we've talked about like temporary contracts and project contracts and freelancers. Um, I mean, you can always, I've heard of people that share the costs with other people, with other businesses who might hire somebody and then they might kind of work on a project um, uh, to, together um, and then share the cost that way. 
Um, but it, like you say, the cost to hire somebody yourself, you do have to be aware of things like wages and pensions and that in some countries. But it's also an, an initial investment because then, like you say, you get more hours back into your business. You'll hopefully have somebody that wants to put new ideas and creativity into your business as well um, and help you grow your business. Whereas freelancers uh, perhaps may do that. Um, some of them may not. Yeah, it really differs. It's really hard to pinpoint something there. But, yeah, you know, it's always a matter of, <clears throat> of the person itself and looking at it. I'm not that, um, I don't have hard feelings, maybe hiring someone and then um, letting them go. I mean, in the end, it's your money you're spending on them. So, yeah. <laughs> um, and they will be helping you out. And if they don't match up to your needs, then you can easily let them go, I guess. Yeah. So I think the trick is, yeah. is planning for success and making sure, like you say, you're very transparent upfront, um, exactly what the role is going to be, how it's going to look like, how it's going to work. And that's not, it's not just great for them, but it's also good for you because it's about expectations. Mm -hmm. So it's about, right, we're going to do this. How's it going to work? Um, what are they going to be doing from day to day? What's their, what's their hours are going to be? And really working it out for the business so that when you start to get to the interview stage, and looking at candidates, listen to them. Do they fit what you've got written down? And if they don't, perhaps they're adding more value or perhaps not adding yeah. enough value and just being realistic. Um, so maybe that's for a different podcast, um, but there's definitely loads of good advice. Definitely have a Google around and yeah. hopefully that might help. Well, you know what? It might be fun. Uh, let's make a promise that well, make a promise that I will hire someone. Obviously, it's going to happen. But once I've done that, that I will, uh, that we'll, we'll be doing a podcast about it. Obviously, you are already uh, hired someone over the summer and yeah. you're in a spot right now as uh, of hiring someone as well. So once that's happened, let's talk about it again. So we have that some experience. Great. <laughs> uh, obviously, instead of making assumptions uh, of things, how things work, obviously, there's lots of research you can already do, which we already done. And there's lots of pre-work like thinking. So that's what we just talked about. <clears throat> so let's yeah. talk about it some more. Dedicate a podcast to it once we actually hire someone. Okay. Point number three. Um, one thing I'm actually scared of as well and it's it goes uh, in it's two directional it's it's it goes two ways uh it's having a bad name as a company having someone think bad of me company wise and it's funny because as much as i don't care what anybody else things you know on what I do I mean you're doing your own life and making your own choices I do am, I, I'm, I am actually scared of uh, having a bad name as a company you know <clears throat> have people think bad of you and um, yeah you can see it in both ways it could be either a win or a loss 
but I think it's more of a win to me because as well it can be a drive to showcase yourself outside in the best way possible um yeah so yeah actually that's <laughs> there's not much to say about it you know um i think yeah. it's a tricky one um i think very much like we've just talked about the interview situation when you're looking to hire people into your team then i actually look at clients sometimes in the same way and are they a good fit to, to work with so and what i mean by that is that sometimes as if you're growing like your even as a freelancer growing your sales or growing your business then sometimes you have to say yes to projects that perhaps you're not quite that um expert at or um that you need to put more time investment in and not maybe make so much money but that helps you you know grow your skill base um, but that's kind of a different side thing but what I'm kind of talking about is that sometimes it's about the approach of the individual um, and perhaps if they're quite a, mo- a lot more full on or they have high expectations then I think it's trying to have the foresight to see what it is they're looking for how they're going to work with you and all those interactions body language eye contact the tone of voice and all these types of things all is this going to work do you get a good feeling about working with this person and if you don't why don't you and sometimes actually it's better to pass on a project because the risk yeah. is that it could actually damage your business that if you don't get it right and yeah i can definitely understand that i'm very much the same as yourself that i'm a very uh, quite an honest person and uh I wear my heart on, on my sleeve as it were um, <laughs> so it's like kind of like everybody gets to pretty much see everything but it's easy for me to work that way I don't like working any other way no. um, I find it too distracting and too energy draining about trying to think about what other people might be thinking of me obviously um, so, so I kind of I take that approach where I I, um, I do try to anticipate how a project might work and, and complete and sometimes you take a project on and it doesn't go the direction that you want it to go or it kind of drifts off somehow because of sick days or vacations or whatever um, but it's about this kind of this belief that both you and the client have got to make the project happen and make it real mm-hmm. um, sometimes that it just doesn't happen or sometimes the person changes and it's you've made a you've made a judgment it's like actually this is not the person who I thought it was going to be um so it's about keep it's about still trying to keep the project going live and trying to deliver the best service and maybe just getting rid of the project as quickly as you can getting it complete and moving it on Mm -hmm. um, and putting it down to experience um and sometimes you can't like um sometimes there's not much you can do if somebody's got this opinion of you that they just don't like you or you know and that's fine like if, if, if they <clears throat> yeah I mean that's in a sense what I talked about like you know I don't mind what other people think of me but yeah. in a way if I didn't perform or I made I did something and someone 
yeah, it's hard to tell, it's hard to explain. I'm trying to find the words, so... Yeah, I mean, in a way, if you gave 100%, then, you know, then that's it. And if it not, if it doesn't work out, that's fine. I just like it. I just enjoy the feeling of being liked, in a way. Yeah. I guess that's yeah. it. And I don't want anybody to dislike me, but if they dislike me, um, because they're just assholes, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, then that's fine. And then that's up to them. I don't want to be... Uh, it's hard to exp it's hard to explain. I just I, I found working for myself. I have less of that than when I used to work for a bigger organization. Mm -hmm. I felt when I worked for a bigger organization, there's a lot more internal politics about trying to say the right thing to the right people at the right time, mm -hmm. and kind of working with I don't know overcoming bias and challenges. Uh, I think there's a degree of that in some projects that I work on now, but I don't have as much of that. And I don't miss it either. Some people thrive off it and they, they love that kind of a whole thing about power and who talks to who in different relationships. Mm -hmm. And that still happens in a lot, you know, in terms of certainly in a networking environment, um, there's a lot of that, that that goes on, which is you can't see. I think it's um, super funny that you obviously think you're better than someone because you have a position that's higher than someone. I think that's, I mean, and everybody is free to do, to think anything they want, but in the end, you're just a person as well, and you're not any better than anybody else. So that's my point of view on that. And people that do think in a way like that, I just, you know, I don't mind. They do whatever they want. I'm not going to give my opinion to them. You know, I know where I'm going for and what I want to achieve and how anybody wants to live their own life, you know. It's up to them, <clears throat> people working underneath them. And if they don't like it, I'm like, you know, it's really simple. Just quit and go work somewhere else. I mean, do you really want to work in a company when that's a structure? I mean, having some kind of hierarchy, I don't know if that's the correct English word. Um, I mean, just a structure, you know, um, yeah. sometimes it's needed. Sometimes, uh, 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 yes, you know, it's needed and then just it's not like yeah sometimes there is someone that's above you it's someone that has the final word and then you just have to accept it but you don't need to um, I mean in a team everybody has their own roles and that in the end there is someone that makes the final decision on something and then you have to accept that that's what i'm trying to say you know but there should be no one that feels himself or herself better than anyone anyone anybody else because that's just bad in my opinion yeah and, and then it's, you know if you do get bad comments it's about kind of just you know accepting maybe uh as an individual that something did go wrong and yeah. learning from it and trying to put it right. I think it's always about the attitude of uh, then overcoming mm. that. And if, like you said from the beginning, if you're genuinely wanting to try to help sort something out, 
then you've done everything you can and sometimes it's just nothing you can nothing else that you can do yeah then you just have sometimes you just have to walk away and then just like leave it but as long as you know that you've tried and they know you've made the offer yeah and that's that's the, maybe the thing as well um having something not work out and them believing you did it on purpose that's that's one of the yeah. worst things you know <laughs> as weird yeah. as it sounds but um yeah there are people you know i had situations before in which someone thought thought something like that it, it, i don't know what kind of situation it was outside of business but they thought something bad of me and actually i had all the good intentions and i actually didn't do it in any bad way but this person blocked itself off entirely like you know what i don't want to talk to, to this guy and i'm like what the hell dude i want to get this out of the way i didn't have any bad intentions and you need to know it but <clears throat> i couldn't reach that person anymore because the entire blocked off and that gave me quite a bad feeling yeah it did you know uh because you couldn't explain yourself and you couldn't yeah. talk about it and then again it's childish from a point of view that you are blocking off someone in a way like that and not hearing their story but whatever you know let's not get too much off topic you know the in the end what it comes down to is yes exactly the point we just came up with now having a bad name in business and not being able to elaborate or explain of, of it you know having someone else think you did it on purpose something like that and obviously a bad name yeah i mean that word spread spreads pretty fast so yeah it's, it's actually uh, definitely in business wise it's something you have to be careful with so that's why yeah. and that's the most funny thing as well that businesses that try to scam you you know or try to trick you any any type of business it, the word always comes out so you know it's uh it might work short term but long term it doesn't so yeah that was basically the third thing you know and actually i don't have anything else next to those three points for me that's going on um obviously there can be so much more things um i don't know if you have do you have any other points that you are scared of i think you said most of the like common ones and i think i suppose personally myself i i haven't really got anything that kind of i suppose new skills are always frightening aren't they you know um if you if you're doing something you've never done before using a, a new piece of software and you haven't had much time to get to understand it and it's critical for project or you know some a certain person a certain person um if you're in a specific project mm -hmm. um and then somebody's asking maybe the whole project relies upon you being able to perform this certain task and you've not done it before that can be pretty bewildering um mm -hmm. so i think those and they sometimes happen a, a couple of times because everybody everybody asks for different things uh and have different requirements mm -hmm. and sometimes they're not always 
the right thing. So for me, I always tackle it. It's like, well, it sounds plausible. It sounds like that it could be done. And, but if you if you're really not sure, it's just like, well, I just need some time to go and check it out. Mm. Um, I think probably my only, apart from skills changing, um, then I guess it's going to be sales. So yeah. making sure that you've got enough growth in the in the business. Um, that's I think it's a challenge for all people um, and it's a, for me I'm trying to uh, build like a pipeline so of inquiries and leads and you know at what stage they're at so people coming in at the top of the funnel and then people coming or projects coming out at the bottom mm. trying to keep that flow going sort of fairly consistent and if you're hiring staff then that flow needs to go from a trickle to you know a steady Stream. <laughs> uh, stream yeah yeah thank you um so that, that that that's the challenge i guess or that can be that can definitely keep you awake at night especially once you start and starting to grow your team uh but sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't you could do i don't know i've seen people do everything absolutely spot on and bang on and for some reason it just doesn't work and then other times people a bit half-hearted not really doing amazing stuff in the business and it just takes off mm. sometimes just timing and who you're working with can still have like massive uh they can help overcome those barriers and those things so and maybe that's probably where i probably will leave it and i think that yeah some of this can be achieved by working with other people trying not to take it all on your own shoulders we talked about mental health last week um, so going out, trying to find other people uh, that more, perhaps a bit more positive than you might be feeling at the time, perhaps got a bigger, wider skill base, not just to pay them, but just to talk to them and to be in their company and learn from them. Yeah. Um, you know, and then then go from there. Really small steps. Yeah. It all. It's it's funny. It always comes together to the same stuff over and over. And yeah, basically that's you know what it's 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 all about it's every time it all comes down to the same thing uh it's just different ways of approaching it and looking at it um yeah i believe obviously yeah staying relevant with your own business uh having the sales come through um yeah that's you know, actually, come to think of it, yeah, all the stuff that we mentioned is pretty common, but I think everybody struggles with it. And it's just yeah. different, it kind of like, it has different shapes, you know, but in the end, it comes down to the same thing. So, yeah, let's leave it with that. I um, I believe we made some really good points today. And I hope uh, the audience listening right now could relate in some ways and maybe found the answer they were looking for and definitely if anybody uh, listening wants to chat some more with us about this you can be on the podcast that's one thing too if you don't want to be in the podcast still you could send us an email regarding anything we'd love to chat with you off the podcast as well it's always interesting to hear other people's stories and uh, 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 whatever they want to talk about, obviously. Um, yeah, please leave a comment down below if you like the podcast, tag your friends or share the podcast with your friends. 
any ideas, questions, whatever, leave them down in the comments or you can email us. Leave a like and don't forget to subscribe on social media. You can find us on MKTG Plugged In and all the other socials. It's Marketing Plugged In Podcast. Darren, thank you so much for another great podcast today. Uh, have a great Halloween, everybody, and uh, we'll talk next week. Take care. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.